Welcome everyone to the Seek Truth podcast. We're excited to seek the truth together by having some interesting conversations on some hard topics while utilizing scripture. In our inaugural episode, we thought it would be prudent to share some information about each of us, where we are individually in our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, and why we felt, you know, this this was a a prudent move for us to do, and and the importance behind that. Uh, before we do that, though, and we introduce the other cast members, I would like to take this opportunity to open us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that. Everything that is discussed in this podcast, everything that is discussed between us will not be with our mouths, but will be with yours, guided by the Spirit and the Holy Word that you have left us. We pray, Lord, that this will bring honor to you and only you, because only you, Father, are deserving of honor. And I pray this in the almighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. My name is Jesse. Um, I am... 32 years old, um, I have been what I call a hot, cold Christian. When I was a kid, I was, I, I thought that I had come to Christ. And as I got older, I noticed that I became more worldly and more worldly and more worldly. Um, and it wasn't until I was an older person that I realized that I didn't, I didn't actually have that. What I thought I had as a kid, I didn't have as an adult. And it took a lot of introspection with that uh, to figure out that what I was actually missing was the genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, so after accepting him genuinely as my savior and uh, acknowledging what he had done for me, um, I went to combat my sins. Um, my sins are a tapestry of struggle with online pornography. Um, I'm short-tempered. Um, I've had something of a foul mouth in the past. These are all things that I have seen manifest in my life that Jesus has helped me with. And some of these I have not completely defeated, but I know that only he can defeat it for me. Um, and because of that, we feel led to to help other people seek the truth that is the Lord Jesus. because. In my living experience, he is the only way. And uh, next I'll introduce um, a co-host of ours. Um, her name is Taylor. And tell us a little about yourself, Taylor. Thank you, thank you, Jesse. So yes, my name is Taylor. I'm 29 years old. I am the mother to a beautiful baby boy who is two years old. And um, I am a wonderful wife, I think, to this roguishly handsome gentleman that was just speaking. So together, um, we we both grew up in the church, but um, I wasn't necessarily a hot, cold Christian as much as I was the, what I would call, lost believer. I, you know, I went to Sunday school. I went to BBS. I did all the things. I went to church every Sunday, sung in the choir. And though I, though I never overtly went and partied or did drugs or was super sexually immoral as, as a teenager or even young adult, I struggled to figure out 
what being a Christian even meant when I went out into the world. What did it mean to follow Jesus in any capacity, let alone, you know, how do you speak the gospel to others? Um, And the thing that I struggled the most with, uh, come to find out many years later, was actually my pride. Um, Though I never went up to people and said, I'm so much better than you because I've never did X, Y, or Z, I still harbored that in my heart. And I felt because I did so many good things and I was so talented at X, Y, or Z that I deserved something. And I was thankfully humbled by the Lord. I do not deserve anything other than what he sees fit to give me. And so um, most recently I took a job that was, that paid literally double what I was making currently. And I took that job and I ran with it and it was the most miserable seven to eight months of my life. It's absolutely hell on earth. And it was only when I gave that job to God and laid it down at his feet and took a job that made less than half was I finally happy. I finally able to grow and in that way was able to come to the realization that I needed him more than I thought. And so I wanted to be part of this podcast to bring that love and that need to other people. So that's about me. Hello, my name is David. Uh, I'm 42 years old. I have been married to my wife now for almost 11 years. Um, we'll be this June. We'll make 11, and I'm super excited. We have four amazing children. We have two from a previous marriage I was in. We have one from a previous relationship that she was in. Um, my wife and I, uh, we are both combat veterans. She did 11 years in the Marine Corps. I recently retired after 21 and a half years in the Marine Corps. Um, so you combine that with the fact that our oldest child is autistic. So you've got a blended family. You've got multiple you know, tours for each of us. Um, that plus all the difficulties of just navigating life and family and marriage in general. And we would not be celebrating 11 years had it not been for us putting our trust and faith in God and letting the Lord be the first and center thing in our marriage. Um, We never did that in previous relationships. I never did that in my previous marriages. She didn't do that in her previous relationships. And, you know, I just, I wanted to come on this podcast because I wanted to share that, you know, the Lord loves, you know, divorced people. He doesn't love your divorce. That's not biblical, but he loves divorced people. He loves all his children. And it doesn't matter what my sin is, or I'm not defined by that because his grace is sufficient. And I am who he says I am. I'm a child of God. I'm not defined by my sins or my past. Now introducing the fourth member of our quintet. Uh, if you will. Uh, This is Paul. I am 54. I have been on disability for quite a few years. And just to be clear, I am sort of the outlier here. I am, I don't claim to be a Christian. I do have a lot of biblical knowledge, but had a lot of biblical training, but a lot, some of my desires don't line up with being a Christian. So I don't want to be a hypocrite and come across as something I'm not. 
I normally don't talk about religion, but I'm going to open up here and, you know, discuss the Bible, discuss my viewpoints on things as well. Um, what I've been through is just my parents divorced when I was young. I got married about 25, divorced within five years. Uh, I have an adult daughter now. And I've just made a lot of bad choices early on, but I am living, being honest and open with everything I can. I just don't like to put on airs, to put it simply. So I know I'm a little shorter than everyone else, but that's what I have to say at the moment. And introducing our fifth, but not least, member of our podcast, um, somebody that I've grown quite close to over just the few months that I have known him, uh, DJ, other DJ, I guess is more appropriate. Yeah, you're you're in a special treat. There are two DJs on this panel or on this podcast, so so thanks. Uh, uh, I'm DJ. I am 53 years old. I'm a corporate lawyer who who lives in Massachusetts. Uh, I've been married for 28 years. I have three kids who are, my youngest is a senior in high school, my oldest is in law school, and one's in college. So I'm almost, almost an empty nester. Um, I've been, I was raised in a, in a Christian household from day one, but um, I was raised in the Seventh-day Adventist traditions, which is very legalistic, and I did not understand uh, really the gospel at all. All I knew was rules. And so I don't, well, I, was baptized as a kid and went to church because I was forced to. I don't think I didn't have a relationship with God at all. And it God didn't get a hold of me until I was twenty-five. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So when I was fourteen or fifteen, my parents um got quite angry with the church. Maybe some one of these episodes I'll explain why. Uh and I was given a choice. They stopped going and they said, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Well I've been waiting for this my whole life. I'm not going. So I stopped going to church at age 15 when I had high school or 14, whatever I was when I was a freshman in high school. And I became the prodigal son. I go, technically I wasn't saved, so I guess not really the prodigal son, but the lifestyle of the prodigal son. Parties, girls, no drugs, but certainly alcohol, um, all that stuff that the prodigal son did living in, quote, Vegas here. And I did that till I was 25. I began to think that I was smarter than... Uh, Christians, just like Eve was like the snake told Eve that just eat this fruit and you'll be smarter than God. I totally felt that way. Um, when I was in college, I started studying philosophy, which increased my ego about my superiority to, to Christians. I placed myself above God thinking I'm smarter than him in philosophy. If you studied it, can, if not handled properly, inflate your, your, your ego. And it did mine. So when I get to law school, now I think I, I am the smartest person ever, and I run into Christians, and now I'm being trained law. So you mix the arguments of law and the, the rationality of, of law with your ego and philosophical uh, philosophies I learned in college, and I'm a dangerous potent. I'm Paul, basically. I am persecuting Christians. I did it every day. I knew a ton of Christians, and I would love like making fun of them and giving them riddles that they couldn't answer and just giggling about it until I met another 
the Christian who is now my wife, who wouldn't put up with this nonsense and challenged my my antagonistic approach. And I she would it was like I had finally met a foe who was going to fight back verbally and, and want to spar with, with scriptures. And I realized almost immediately, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. In, in philosophy, there are philosophers and there are sophists. A philosopher is a person who actually is a master of something. A, a sophist is a pretender. It's a good orator, a person who can make an argument, but not a master of anything. And I was a sophist. She was a philosopher. And... I was drawn to this. So her, her mom gave me a Bible, Life Application Study Bible. I had only read the King James before. I didn't even know there were other translations. So when I read the Life Application Bible in NIV, and I read it between my first and second year of law school, I couldn't believe it. It was like the Bible was literally screaming off the page and just kicking me in the gut. It was like a mirror. I'm looking everything that's described as sin. I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's me. Oh, that's me. Oh, oh, that's me. And the Holy Spirit is is revealing myself, my my sinful condition to myself, and I'm convicted. And then, of course, as the scriptures always do, they point to Jesus. So my next step, besides like feeling this complete disconnect and embarrassment and just horrific depression about where I was in life, there's Jesus. And I have been a devout follower ever since second year of law school. Now I've struggled like crazy. I mean, I didn't even tell anybody I was a Christian for years. I was two people. I was a Christian around people who were Christians, and I was somebody else around people who only remember me for being not a Christian. And it took me a long time to start dealing with being willing to stand up and testify um, and witness. But over the years, it became really easy, supernatural. Some say I have a gift of evangelism. Um, I don't know. I like to talk, and I like to share the truth, um, which is why I'm on this podcast. Today, I've served in pretty much every ministry in church except women's ministry. They won't let me do that one. But everything else I've done, whether it's music, kids, um, youth, adults, sound team, and today I serve on the elder board. I love talking about scripture. I love grappling with it. I love the insight that the Holy Holy Spirit gives to people as they read it. And then we listen to their words. And you can sense... um, you can sense God speaking through other people's life experiences when put through the lens of scripture. And I can't wait to do that with this group here. I thank you for that. That's the introduction to the cast. We, um, we do not proclaim to be pastors. None of us here are pastors. None of us here are Paul, right? In any way, except maybe the negatives, right? And I, I think all of us see a little bit of ourselves in the negatives of Paul, but we are brought together by a desire to seek the truth. Um, The book of Matthew chapter seven, verse seven says, seek and you will find. And this podcast is attempting to seek the truth. We believe that Jesus is the way, is the truth and is the life. And we hope by the end of maybe a few of these sessions, you learn a few things, and hopefully God touches you the way that he has touched us all here in the different walks with him that we are in. Um, we hope that you will join us in the future. <laughs>